0: So per Gimel, Mishnah Yud Gimel 3.13. And now we discuss during the time of the base of Mikdash how they would deal with their lulavim in the event that the first day of Yom Tov fell out on the Shabbos. Because, as you know, you cannot carry your lulav to shul on Shabbos if you have to pass through a Carmelis or a Shusarab. And in fact, as I'm sure you know, nowadays we simply do not take lulavim on the first day of on, on uh, Shabbos, even if it's the first day of Yom Tov. Uh, because there's a rabbinic enactment lest somebody somewhere come to carry the lulav in the Rosh Rabin. But in the time of the base of Mikdash everyone shook lulav on the first day even if it fell out on the Shabbos. So our mission here we'll talk about the logistics of how that is to be done outside of the base of Mikdash but we went on in the base of Mikdash on the first day of Yom Tov if it's on the Shabbos we'll discuss in the next parak. But here we're talking about out of the Beis HaMikdash, in your local community, if you didn't make a Lila Regal for whatever reason, so how did you deal with it? The Mishnah says, Yom Tov HaRishon Shel Chag, If the first day of Sukkot fell out on a Shabbos, since you can't bring your Lulav on Shabbos to Shul, instead, Kol Et the Everybody who is going to go to Shul brings their Lulav, meaning their Arbaminim, to the base Knesses, the Shul, before Shabbos, on the Friday. And then, le-macharas, the next day, meaning on Shabbos morning, they get up early and come to shul. They get up early because there's reason on the mitzvahs. People should be um, zealous and alacritous. They should be you know quick to do their mitzvahs. They go to shul early in the morning. And everyone will recognize his own lulav and take it for himself. How many people go to the shul already? There's maybe 10 or 20 or 50 or 100 people in the shul. So it'll be whatever it is, 100 and, and that's it. People will know where they put theirs down. They'll pick their lulav up. And that's important because you need to shake your own lulav. As the Mishnah says, As the rabbi said, Ein adam de tov chag A person cannot be fulfilling his mitzvah of the lulav, of taking the lulav on the first day of Yom Tov, specifically, Davka. Uh, with someone else's lulav, that's based on the pasuk. The pasuk says, and you'll take for yourselves. V'darshan mishlo it has to be yours, as we said before. Mayhap in the case on the first day of Yom Tov, the lulav you shake has to be something that you own, so you can't shake someone else's lulav. Um, although the Mishnah says, sh'amru because the rabbi said so, that doesn't mean that the rabbis made some dindarabban and you have to shake your own lulav. Rather. The rabbis understood from the Pasik itself, the drush, the tradition, already going back to Moshe Rabbeinu, that embedded in this pasik tells you that it has to be your own lulav on the first date. Um, in practice, just an FYI, nowadays people were rich and lulav are all around and most people have lulav in shul. But in the good old days, meaning until just a generation or two ago, lulavim were scarce and what would typically be done is people would give a lulav to their friend, to shake, and they'd give it as a matana amanas as a gift, on condition that the gift is returned. So what happens is, I have a lulav and you don't, I bring my lulav to shul, and I say, listen, with pleasure, I'm giving you my lulav, now it's your lulav, totally, as a gift. So you own it, and you can shake it, because it's yours. But just on the condition that after you finish shaking it, you give it as a gift back to me. And in fact, if a person who, the recipient of the gift, fails to return it, he hasn't fulfilled the condition of the gift of receiving it, actually he won't be oti because it won't be his retroactively. Okay, but in any case, that's how it's done, how it was done and may still be done in many places, but it was typically done like that in the past. In any case, that's where the Mishnah's is saying to do. Now, as for the other days of the Yom Tav, assuming a person is shaking a Lulav, let's say in the base of Mikdash, or after the time that there is a Din to, to take your Lulav, all seven days, as we learned in the previous Mishnah, Adam Yoti De Blulavo Shel Chavero, a person can in fact be. Yolzi, you can fill his mitzvah with someone else's lulav. Um, because the Pasuk says, It's the first day that it has to be yours, and the other day is not the case. There is a bit of a machlokus for Shonim, if in the base of mikdash it has to be yours or not. And let's just put that aside, let's read the Mishnah straightforwardly, um, which lends itself to the understanding that even in the base of mikdash, it's not necessary after the first day. And that's how it'll work. Okay, and that's how it works, as well. After the first day, no need to give your lulav. Uh, you can just let someone borrow it in a conventional borrowing it, and that will be fine after the first day. And that's fine. That's all halachal amaysa. Now, just one last point, halachal amaysa, be wary. It's a halachic problem to give a gift of a lulav to a minor. Someone who's not bar mitzvah on the first day of Yom Tov, the reason why is because they haven't got the capacity, the legal capacity, to transfer it back to you. And that in the case if you would give it as a gift to a child, you wouldn't be able to get it back again, and that could present all sorts of problems. So be wary of that.